Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever and whenever you may be listening to the show across the entire globe. And today is October 20th, 2019, and I am your host and founder of International Angels Network. My name is Claudia Barra, and I'm coming to you live from Virginia. And I am a certified flower therapy healer, and in the areas of healing, I provide attunements, which includes blockage, removal, working with the 12-strand DNA activation, and also attuned to the Ascended Masters and the Archangels. I'm also an angelic life coach, indigo card reader, indigo awakening, and crystal child certified, and much, much more. And you are now listening to International Angels Network. And we are a show that explores spiritual entrepreneurship, fairies, the fairy realm, angels, spirituality, mysticism, which is show is called Mystical Connections. And I'd like to thank you all for listening to my show today or in the archives. Thank you for listening on iHeartRadio, Potable, Player FM, CastBox, so many other platforms that you can listen to us. We're on Google Play as well and so many others. And you can also listen to us on your smart TV as well and also on your Apple Watch and so many others. So thank you for joining today. And we are a live calling show, so give us a ring. The phone number is 516 area code 453-9162. That's 516-453-9162. Make sure you save that number on your phone. Because that phone number is good for all of our shows. We are on show. We have shows Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday show. So make sure you save that number. And if you're calling, if you want to call internationally, it's plus one five one six four five three nine one six two. And if you don't have free international calling, that's okay because you can also Skype into the show for free from anywhere around the world. You will see a Skype icon on the Blog Talk Radio website. Uh, while we're live on air. And the Blog Talk Radio website is blogtalkradio.com forward slash international angels network. So make sure you press one on your phone keypad or Skype keypad if you'd like to speak to our guest today, and then you will be in the queue. So make sure you just press one one time, because if you press one at a time, again, it will take you to the bottom of the queue. So just press one one time. All right. So if you're listening into Blog Talk Radio, thank you for joining us in the chat room. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us. And uh, you can type in your questions if you're too shy to be on air. You can just type a question there in the chat room, and we'll answer your question live on air. And our radio network is sponsored by Audible by Amazon. You can get your free audiobook today at audibletrial.com forward slash international angels. That's audibletrial.com forward slash international angels. You can cancel anytime, and your book is for free. You also get two Audible original books, and you also get meditation audios as well, uh, guided meditations. And they have so many others that you can listen to and so many beautiful title books. We also have had guests on the show that has audiobooks as well, and you can listen to them there and get your free copy at audibletrial.com forward slash international angels. Awesome, awesome. So thank you so much all for listening. And um, I'm very excited because we're going to be talking about a topic today called reverse speech and uh, theory and practice. And 
further ado, I'd like to bring in Joshua, but I just want you to talk about a little about Joshua. Um, he is an author of Reverse Speech and Theory and Practice, How to Use Your Unconscious Mind to Predict the Outcome of Future Events. And he is a founder of Lionheart Publishing, which is mylhp.com. And he uh, graduated from the American Incredential uh, University in 2010 with his master's in education and received his reverse speech analysis certificate from the Reverse Speech Association in 2009. Uh, using uh, reverse speech theory, he has worked with a wide uh, array of clients on a number of psychological, I can't speak today, um, behavioral uh, problems, employing metaphor reconstructing, shifting negative behavioral patterns using internal rather than external. And he also has multiple lectures on identity, on topics ranging from analytical psychology to uh, book distribution, and currently works as an English teacher teaching English as a secondary language. And he lives in Houston, Texas, near Diane Morgan, our Tuesday host. That's awesome. So, of course, English is my second language, and my first language is Spanish. So um, I do apologize. Sometimes I kind of get my words confused there. <laughs> so I apologize for that. But you can contact our lovely guest at you at uh, social media. It's Instagram is in uh, dot com forward slash Joshua Smead. And or you can go to Facebook and he is available on Twitter as well. And um yeah, I'm so excited. So his website again is mylhp.com. So further ado, I'd love to bring in Joshua. Thank you for joining hey, us Hey, how's it going? Today. Great. Thank you for joining <laughs> Thank us. you for having me. Oh, and I just want to, you did a great job in the intro. I just want to tell people on the social media, because my last name, I, I don't expect people to spell it correctly. They never do. Um, so I'll just spell it for them. It's J-O-S-H and then S-C as in Charlie, H as in Henry, M as in Mary, U as in Umbrella, D as in David, E as in Elephant. So hashtag Joshua Schmoody and he's find me on Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter. So just wanted to clarify that. <laughs> awesome. Um, thank you. Because if someone's trying to look. And also, um, <laughs> there's also a link there um, on his name in the show description on the Blog Talk Radio website. And also, if oh, okay. you go to um, After the Archive, it's also in there, too. So Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. cool. Awesome. So, Awesome. So I'm so glad you're here. Thank you so much. We've, we've been trying to get you on the show, but we've been off in September. Uh, we took a uh, hiatus yes. off. So I was in Mexico, and I oh. was visiting my family since I haven't seen them since I was eight years old. And, oh, wow. um, yeah, I went to see my dad's side of the family. And my, and, How is um, it down so, there at the, at the border with all this, this Trump stuff going on? I'm just curious. I haven't been at the border well, for a while. Fine. Flying is not a big deal, like when you fly, okay. but it seems like if you drive through the border, it's a lot worse. Um, <laughs> you know, so we had no problems coming in and out. Of course, they, when I was leaving Mexico, they, they try to like almost they were, you know, you know how they do the search for like bombs and stuff like that. They did yeah. that to me when I was crossing over, but we really had any problems. Maybe because I'm light skinned, so I don't look Mexican. <laughs> You know, because everyone was like, you don't look Mexican. I said, I'm undercover. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So, yeah, not not all Mexican people are short, you know, and Indian, you know, we're like no. we're all just like Americans. We're we're all shapes and sizes and different colors and stuff. So right, we all got a soul, yeah. man. We're all we're all created. We're we're divine creators, man. I don't care what race you are. But I just the reason yeah, I was asking right. is, is because there's just been so much drama going on with the whole border wall and everything. And me personally, I don't think we should be treating our neighbors that way. And you know, telling Mexico they're going to pay for a wall. I mean, it's ridiculous. So, you know, I just wanted to see what was going on down there and, and let Spanish people know that, you know, I'm with them. And if they want to come to America, come to America, man. You know, there's plenty here. They're not going to take all the jobs. Like, you know, it's just these fear mongers. They're going to take all the jobs. As long as you got skills, you're going to always have a job. <laughs> No. Yeah, you know, my parents, you know, they're both immigrants from Mexico, and, you yeah, know, I mean, they didn't really. have anything. <laughs> yeah, we are. And <clears throat> so for me, I'm very grateful to live here in the United States because I have more um, more opportunity. When I know the you cartel know. violence, it's probably gone down, but I know the cartel violence is kind of out of control down there, so I don't blame people for wanting to, to leave, but um, it's yeah. very sad. Yeah, it's um well, like in Guadalajara where I was, um mm-hmm. you know, it's somewhat the big of the cartel there, but it's really not bad as that what people think. I was there for a month. Well, and, I was, uh, and you know, you can't believe everything you read in the news, but I was reading somewhere yeah. like it was ten thousand deaths a year related to cartel violence. Now that could be completely made up, but this is what I've been seeing, and you know, I I don't know. I know that President Calderon decriminalized a lot of those drugs, so it kind of helps with some of that, I guess, but I know it's still a big issue down there. Yeah, I know the the new president that they have, uh, he's um, bringing all the corruption down and, and um, putting to the stand on that right now. So Mexico right. is kind of, you know, they're, they're going through a big change, just like our right. planet. So right. people are finally waking up, and um, the president mm. has now been – because the government has been stealing a lot of money from the from the Mexican people, yeah, oh, yeah. and just putting it in their pockets, they're being very crooked. Yeah. And yeah. so, I'm not much that could get too much in politics, but right, right, yeah, no, Mexico I was just is, interested. I'm really, yeah, you know, with the drug war, I've, my life's been personally impacted by it, so I'm very passionate about that issue. That's why I was asking. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I think ultimately the only time we're going to get a real change and a real end to the violence is. Once we reform our drug policies, but um, anyway, we don't have to. I'm just really glad. <laughs> I'm actually really like the new Mexican president because he's he's definitely making a change and a good change to Mexico. That's good. That's good. Yeah, yeah. So that's good. But um, I don't see it when I went there. When I went to the small town where my dad was raised at, um, I saw mm-hmm. when I was a little girl when I was eight, and this was in the 90s. Um, there was a lot of poor children, but when I went there this time, the children were not poor. They were well-fed. They were well-dressed and bathed, and, you know, so the, right, um, the right. economy in Mexico so conditions has been a lot better than people is. Yeah, yeah, really That's has. good. I'm glad. Mm-hmm. It's been that. very well. So, alrighty, so I'm, I'm interested, what, really, what what is reverse speech? How, how does okay. that work in working your profession yeah yeah tell us more about that the best yeah no problem um the best way to explain reverse speech is to get people to think back to 1970s 1980s 
there was a little something called the satanic panic that was happening in America. And uh, pastors from all over the United States were playing music backwards and finding uh, hidden messages and claiming it was from the devil. And one of the a classic example is Led Zeppelin's Stairway to Heaven song. There's a few backward messages in there, and one that refers to Satan or something. Um, so they, you know, they were basically saying this is demons speaking through these musicians and uh, to boycott the music. Well, David Oates at that time was, he's the founder and developer of reverse speech theory. At that time, he, um, he was working at a halfway house for underprivileged teenagers, and they came into his office one night, uh, you know, quoting a select sermon saying that, you know, there's demons. They were all freaked out, and David was kind of upset because this pastor got these kids all riled up over nothing. So what he did is he decided to test it for himself, and he did see or hear backward messages in music. But where his genius is is that he said, well, if it's in music, is it in everyday human communication? Uh, and this is where reverse speech theory or how reverse speech theory was born. So what he, what David Oates did in 1987 is he – published a book called Beyond Backward Masking, and he put forth his theories on reverse speech. So what David discovered is that human communication is bi-level, so it's both forwards and backwards. And the forwards and the backwards complement each other. So whatever you talk about forwards, you will get reversals about backwards. So if I talk about God forwards, you'll get reversals about God. If I talk about my day, you'll get reversals about my day. If I talk about, um, you know, if I use it as a lie detector and say I, I went somewhere and I really didn't go to that place, then what the reversals will do is they'll complement, but they will also contradict what I'm saying. So they will correct the lie. So we, um, wow, that's interesting. We, we are all doing this, and, and these reversals are formed not by the language, not by the words, but by the actual tone that you use when you say the words. So me and you could say the exact same thing forwards and play it backwards and get totally different messages because it's the tonality that we use. That's what generates the backward messages. Um, and the last theory that he developed is that children, before they start speaking consciously, around six months, will start generating reversals. So when they're you know, saying, if you play it backwards, you can actually get insights into their mind. Um, <laughs> there's one on David's daughter. She was in the, the tub, and she had dropped something, and you hear her say, ah, ah. And he played it backwards, and it said, Daddy, help me. It was just crazy. But uh, kids, basically, we start generating reversals about six months of age. And then as we get older, to so about a year, year and a half, the two modes of speech begin to uh, combine, basically. We begin to speak forwards and backwards. But reverse speech seems to be our primary uh, mode of communication. So that's, that's, that's pretty a much reverse speech in a nutshell. Yeah, that's that's really interesting because um, I did hear about that time, you know, um, especially it was big in the 90s. Um, mm. Like, I think they were picking on Metallica and Judas Priest with the reverse yeah. um, uh, lyrics at right. that time. I remember and you know, that. Because those were genuine reversals, Judas Priest didn't know that they were there. They, those reversals were just reflecting the state and condition of that person's mind at the time they were singing. And the thing that people should realize with reversals, because it's coming from the same area of the mind responsible for the creation of dreams from the unconscious mind, it uses metaphors and symbols to convey higher concepts. So when it refers to Satan, it's not referring to a literal Satan. It's, it's referring to what that symbol represents. 
right? So people will kind of get freaked out and, you know, hear something like that in reverse and think it's something literal or it's of the devil. Um, but we all do this. So, I mean, this is God gave us this. We all do it. Um, and sometimes it will, it's not going to sugarcoat things. My experience with the unconscious is it's not going to tell you what you want to hear. <laughs> it's going to tell you what you need to hear. And sometimes you might not want to hear it. And um, that's tough because it's there to really look out for you. And it seems to protect you and, and let you know ahead of time if something bad is coming your way. That's really interesting because um, I, I guess it's been since like then it hasn't been really um, talked about. Right like reverse speech in a long, long time. I haven't really seen it, like hear about it until now. Right. Again. And um, it's really interesting. So how, how does your uh, reverse speech and theory and practice, how does that work well, for you in your work? Yeah. Well, and one thing about reverse speech, you know, David had his practice in San Diego, I think it was San Diego, California. It was in California, but it got burned down. And uh, he worked, so this is from his story, and it's only a metaphor, one of his autobiographies. Um, he said he worked with the FBI on the David Koresh case, and he actually has reversals from David Koresh. They're eerie, man. One of them was, uh, we'll see the meaning with my blood. Absolutely just goosebumps. But um, anyway, David told the FBI, look, you know, send his mother in there, or basically there was two ways they could have got him out of that compound without harming anybody. And from what David said, they chose not to do that, and it just kind of became a disaster, and, you know, both sides lost something. So um, after that, the FBI was basically telling David, look, if you go public with your theories, we're just going to ruin your career and or make sure we marginalize you because he has been in some ruffles with the government before. One of the reversals that he got during Desert Storm was Simonin in the Sands, and that was actually a, a code an operation, a code name that the government was – it was a top-secret code name that they hadn't released to the public. So when he started talking about that on the radio, it, you know, they, it kind of freaked him out um, because David Oates didn't even know what it meant, but government officials knew what it meant. So it's, he's, there's a long history there, and I think he's gotten uh, some unfair coverage because they, they make David look like it's his opinion or he's like a cult leader, and we're you know, following the cult leader. David put forth theories, and the certification is test these theories for yourself. This is your homework. Do this. Do that. Come to your own conclusions. You see what I'm saying? And, and that's how the course is set up. And in 10 years of using it, I'm telling you, I don't believe, I know. There's no way I could be projecting into gibberish, and this is a figment of my imagination, because consistently I get information that I could not consciously have known that either comes to pass or turns out to be true in some way. So there's just it's, – it's not a coincidence. There's no way. It's just I've had too many experiences. That book in particular, it was through a tragedy that I got the idea for that book. And I think most most great art and most great books come through conflict or tragedy. I think um, that's how life forces us to grow when we don't want to. And um, basically, I was traveling through a little town called Edna uh, on my way to Corpus Christi in 2008. And before this had happened, this was May of 2008 in January – I recorded a session on myself because I was doing my certificate at the time and I was just getting to, to know reverse speech and I was fascinated by it. And I remember one of the reversals, I was asking myself, recording myself saying, I see myself doing this, this, and this in six months. I feel this way because blah, 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 blah. I see this in my mind's eye, blah, 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 blah. 
And one of the reversals I got was summer of shame. Let's miss it. And at the time, this is the first future tense reversal I had gotten. I didn't take it seriously like I should have because the second part of that reversal was let's miss it, basically saying record another session. We don't have to go through this. I can tell you. Um, but I didn't record another session. I didn't really take it that seriously. In May of 2008, like my whole life got flipped upside down. I got pulled over in this horrible town, uh, population 4,000. It's like a bad Clint Eastwood Western. Uh, the, the, the DA there is named Bobby Bell. He calls himself Billy Bob, and uh, he's been the DA for 28 years, and everybody knows if you don't take the plea, he's going to indict your family for trumped-up charges. I mean, it's just insane. This is in the Austin Chronicle, which I didn't know this until after I had gotten pulled over in this town. But if anybody wants mm -hmm. to learn more, they can just type in crackpot crackdown, and it's a prestigious paper. The Austin Chronicle has a 12-page expose on this town. It'll blow people's minds. I mean, we're – I don't want to get back to politics, but we need criminal justice reform, and we need it badly. <laughs> I mean, yeah. we really need it badly. Um, you know, mm -hmm. if you've got money, you're fine. You don't notice it, but they're feeding on poor people, and there's no oversight. You know, we're throwing decades-long sentences at poor drug addicts. I mean, this is, this is insane. It's absolutely insane. Um, but anyway, so I had got that reversal. I got pulled over in Edna. And my whole life got flipped, turned upside down. They arrested me for possession of marijuana. There was no marijuana. And I should have taken that charge looking back on it. But I was young, stupid. And, you know, I said, I'm going to fight it. And I, I retained my own attorney when I saw the uh, judge for bond. And uh, they turned around and indicted me for a third-degree felony for tampering with physical evidence. So they took it from a Class B misdemeanor to a third-degree felony, which carries two to ten years. And this town is notorious for always giving you the maximum. So you're not getting two. Uh, you're not even going to get four wow. or, or five. You're going to get ten. And uh, I took it to trial because he wanted to plead me to seven years. This is my first adult offense. I said, you're crazy because I'm from Houston. This doesn't – they're not worried about joint eaters. I mean it, this is ridiculous. And people don't believe me. It's Joshua Schmoody versus the state of Texas. They can read all about it. I wish I was lying, but it says a lot about our criminal justice system where this type of stuff can continue to happen. And no word, mm -hmm. you know, uh, what, how are we going to change this? Um, but anyway – so I got pulled over in this town. They indicted me for the, the, the felony. I took it to trial. The trial was a joke. Uh, I couldn't subpoena any of my witnesses. The, the prosecutor subpoenaed five witnesses, including my assistant principal from when I was in high school, 10 years from the trial date. Uh, and I tried to subpoena two witnesses that were in the booking area. Can't do that. So just find me guilty. I mean, why even have a trial? Let's just drop the charade. Just find me guilty. Uh, but anyway, I lost the trial, safe to say. They gave me 10 years. I did two years in prison. But um, that, that whole incident is what gave me the idea for the book. So through that, that tragedy, I really got this idea that kind of opened new doors for me. Uh, you know, it was, if it could predict that happening six months in advance, a horse race, if I, you know, tried it in a scientific controlled setting, you know, as an experiment. So really the thesis of that book is I put forth a hypothesis and I test the hypothesis, and then I reform the hypothesis. So it's not my opinion. I'm not asking the reader to believe me. I'm asking the reader, you know, well, I'm telling the reader, here is my hypothesis. These are my findings. Test it for yourself. So I really wanted to take the argument for reverse speech from our reversals there to how can you structure a conversation to get certain types of reversals. And I think setting it up this way, it takes it out of the realms of opinion and believe me and puts it into the realms of empirical observation test it for yourself, come to your own conclusions, because I don't want anybody to believe me. And as far out as it sounds, check out the book. Uh, anybody can do it. 
and it's it's benefited me many times. But um, that was really what gave me the uh, the initial idea. Wow. Uh oh. <laughs> Thought you ran off on me. <laughs> no, no, my, I, my, um, I, t- I like to mute myself so I kayfabe cough or something. Um, oh. And it wouldn't unmute. So I'm sorry about that. <laughs> so, no problem. Um, so how can people use their unconscious mind to protect the future? I mean, with, mm-hmm. with, so I guess with reverse speech and and theory, how can that be? Mm-hmm. How can you, so how can you there's, predict with there's that? There's three then? fundamental theories that are associated with reverse speech theory, and these were developed by David John Oates. The first fundamental theory is human speech is bi-level, has forwards and backwards. The forwards is under conscious control. The backwards is under the unconscious. It's not under conscious control. Um, the second theory is they complement each other. So forward and backward actually complement and are dependent upon each other. Uh, and then the last theory is children learn how to speak backwards before they do forwards. And with those three theories, it's from those three theories that all other analysts can use this technology to get information. So what I mean by that is because of the theory of complementarity, whatever you talk about, you're going to get reversals about. And there's a lot more to reverse speech than those three fundamental theories, but those are the, that's the starting point. The crown jewel of David's work, I think, really – is going to be his metaphor restructuring, and that's it's a it's a new form of psychotherapy. Rather than just being a subjective or an objective observer of unconscious contents, you know, Jungian analytical perspective, Jungian perspective, you could actually uh, directly influence the structures of the unconscious with David's technique. So that was really what um, that's what fascinated me about his work, besides just the reversals. So with that in mind. If somebody wants to talk to somebody else or talk to themselves about a particular subject, whatever they're talking about, if they record it and use a sound editing software like Audacity, it's a free sound editing software, record it, upload it, and then play it backwards at a slower speed, try 85%, about every 30 to 45 seconds, you'll get a reversal or a message that can be heard. And you will know something's there because reversals will typically have a melodious tone. So gibberish will sound very monotone, whereas a reversal will actually have a beat. So you, it's like tuning your ears to a musical instrument, basically. Um, I've been doing it for so long now, it's like I can just, I can hear it and spot them. But um, that's how people basically can use it. They can take their smartphone, get a call recording app, record themselves talking about Whatever they want information on, do the reversals and, and get your, uh, your answers. Now, what David recommends when you're first getting into reverse speech is not to do reversals on yourself. And there's a good reason for that because your unconscious mind will not flatter you. Your unconscious mind is not going to tell you, hey, you're great. You're the best in the world. Keep, go get him, tiger. Uh, if there's serious problems, your unconscious mind is going to voice those concerns. If something is going to happen to you that's bad, you're going to hear it. Um, it doesn't flatter. It's, it's going to tell you things as they are, and sometimes people can't handle that, and I get that. I mean, it can be disheartening sometimes, but people that are out of touch with their inner self, people that don't give enough due to that unconscious part of their self uh, will typically go into a reversal. It's a negative reversal feedback, basically, where they they blame the analyst for the reversals. They They will 
get angry because they're being something is being reflected at them from their inner self that they probably know deep down is true, but it's embarrassing and they don't want to admit it. So, and I get that, you know, we all got our pride, I guess, to a certain extent, but people, um, most people in society, and we have to in the professional world, we wear a mask, the persona, the mask of the actor. Um, our true self kind of lies below that mask. And sometimes people are so different from the mask and their real self, the reversals, they, they can't handle them. So um, just keep that in mind. But how I started with it in, in my first aha moment with reverse speech was uh, there, and it was basically I had lost my keys. And so I recorded myself backtracking where I last had the keys. It was a little five-minute session. And I played it backwards, and one of the reversals was the nail is looking at it. Like The nail is looking at it. I walked into the walk-in closet I had at the time, and there's a ledge there, and the tip of the nail is pointed right at the keys. I was like, there's no way, man. How am I? I didn't know where the keys were. I mean, if I'm just hearing stuff, why is the, the tip of the nail was pointed at the keys? I'll never forget it. And I told David about it, and he said <laughs> – now, welcome to the world of reverse speech, mate. So uh, that was my first aha moment where I started realizing, hey, man, this is real. Like, this isn't, you know, this isn't some delusional fantasy here. I mean, you can actually get real information that will benefit you. So that's if people want to use it, what I recommend trying to do, um, if you can get your, your uh, hobbyist certificate, I'm going to start offering reverse speech courses through Udemy very soon. I just I got to talk to the Reverse Speech Association and get some things settled first. But um, I want to start offering it through Udemy because I think we need more analysts. We need more practitioners. This is a new field, and it's going to revolutionize yeah. psychology. I mean, it's, if you want to be on the cusp of something new and, and something great and, and go down in history as something you know, that's really going to revolutionize the way we view ourselves and, and our minds and our psyches, reverse speech is, is where it's at, man. And there's, there's no competition. We're just getting started. So it usually takes a good 20, 30, 40 years or a technology, you know, or a branch of a new branch of science to become accepted. And um, there's still some academics that don't want to accept it, but they don't even want to test it. They just say it sounds so crazy. They don't want to, you know, accept it. So that's not science. That's just, you know, <laughs> closed mindedness. Yeah. I think. And science is about testing, empirical observation, that's, you know, keep an open mind, take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. Cause I was going to ask you, do you have um, the uh, reverse speech, um, on your identity, and you just answered my question. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm going to. I'm going to. But see, I want this to yeah. be a course where they can get a certification through the Reverse Speech Association. So when they finish the course, they will actually be certified analysts or practitioners. And it's about the same price as a college-level course, but guys, I'm telling you, you're not going to learn this in school. And learning this is going to benefit you immensely. I mean, it has such a major impact on my life. I can't even it's a positive impact. You know what I'm saying? I, it's, it was well worth that. I've paid about three grand for it and it was well worth every penny of that. I would have paid more looking back on it. I mean, it's to learn, to know how to do this. I mean, you got access to information that people don't even know they have. And it, you know, it, it gives you an edge in life. I mean, you know, what's going to happen. You, you know, and really I'm, I've been interested in the psychotherapeutic aspect. David has used it to change behavior, but I want to use it to sort of heighten sense perceptions you know we can only see a certain spectrum of light and we can only hear a frequency a certain frequency of sound i think that we could use metaphor restructuring to heighten that so we will see you know different aspects of light that we normally don't see that are outside of our our range and we'll start hearing and as you know i don't know if you know about evp 
but outside of the normal hearing mm -hmm. frequency range is where you can hear ghosts. I think it's like 20,000 hertz. But um, so, I mean, there obviously there's going to be some sort of science behind this, but I think that that's going to open up um, our abilities as a, as a species and um, sort of give people, a, I guess you could say a clairvoyance, I guess. I think we're all innately clairvoyant, but um, we just don't use it. And uh, if you don't practice and you don't use it, it'll kick in when you're in the most danger, but typically it, it won't go anywhere unless you actually hone those skills. So that's really where my books are going to be heading pretty soon is using metaphor restructuring to actually heighten sense perceptions. And of course, that's also going to kill two birds with one stone because if it works and there's an empirical shift in the sense perceptions and these people can, you know, observably, they can see different spectrums of light that we can't see, then obviously something worked. Obviously, there's something to it. So, you know, we're going to reverse speech, I think, in the future is going to be, um, you know, it's going to be accepted by mainstream epithemia. Well, I mean, it was pretty much talked about, like I said, in the 90s. So, mm. Yeah, he blew up Bell in the 90s. Come up again. Yeah, he blew up yeah. in the 90s. The thing is, him and Art Bell, there's a feud going on, and it just, I think Art Bell was really what launched his career. You know, that was like a coast to coast thing, and there's, it's a nationally syndicated show. So, of course, you know, you're going to have customers out the wazoo. But uh, there is a whole feud going on back then, and, and it kind of, Kind of tarnished reverse speech for now, but uh, it'll be yeah. back. Yeah. Well, it is past half of the hour, and I just want to announce about our upcoming shows, and then we'll um, get to our callers. So if you're waiting mm -hmm. in line, um, make sure you don't press one again because it'll put you back on the bottom of the queue, okay? So stay put there, and I'm going to talk about the upcoming shows. So uh, Monday, October 21st at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, is Divine Guidance with Shishi O'Donnell, and it's open lines and topics, and she'll be taking your calls and um, offering free mini readings. On Tuesday, October 22nd at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Out of Your Body Travel with Spiritual Warfare with uh, Marilyn Hughes on the Angelic Navigation Show with host Diane Morgan, plus your calls and mini readings. On Wednesday, October 23rd at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6 p.m. UK time, is Ignite Your Money-Making Superpowers, Let's Manifest Now with Kay Sanders on the Angelic Light Show with your host, Susie Parrott, plus your calls and also mini rings. Then Thursday is Open Lines and Topics, and I will be on the show as a special guest again on Andre's show, uh, Co-Creating Love. And we'll be together doing double readings together, and there'll be open lines and topics. So we'll be definitely um, doing readings that day, and that is at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And Andre is all the way from the, um, Germany, so he is, he'll is he be up at 1 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> so that's his time. But uh, it's going to be at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then my next show next Sunday, October 27th, that show is going to be at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time because my host is all the way coming from all the way from the U.K. So the show will be at, at 8 p.m. U.K. time and 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And it's the Palladian Child with Carol Noonan on my show, Mystical Connections. And we'll be taking your calls and free mini readings as well. Also, you can also become a Patreon. If you are like to support our network, you can go to patreon.com forward slash International Angels Network, 
and support our network, or you can go to internationalangelsnetwork.com and uh, give us a donation on saying thank you um, for being uh, for us for being on the network because it does cost money for us to do this kind of work, and it does cost money to have a website and um, doing the radio show and that stuff. It costs money to for me to. Uh, do the banners and all sorts of things. So uh, we do appreciate everyone that has donated. We want to thank you and thank you for making your donation today and become a Patreon. And you can also um, subscribe to us on YouTube as well. Just type in the search in YouTube at International Angels Network and uh, subscribe there. So every 100 subscriber, we will um, provide free prizes, even class courses, gifts, mailing things, and all that jazz. So um, make sure you comment on one of the videos there. Make sure you like and subscribe to us. And um, yeah, so we're so excited. And if you like to see our directory, we do have a directory. It's internationalangelsnetwork.com forward slash directory. And uh, many of our guests were on the show there. And if you'd like to be part of it directly, you can actually contact me or you can go to internationalangelsnetwork.com forward slash directory also for more information. So, Joshua, would Hello? you um, – hi. So um, I just have, uh, like, one more question, and we'll take we'll take callers. So mm-hmm. um, my uh, your indemnity courses – so what is um, – how can oh, we access that and what course – yes. And, sorry. Yeah. You Demi. It's okay. Uh, what, what uh, no, it's okay. <laughs> so what <laughs> courses do you have on, on Udemy? Okay. So they're all free right now. So you guys can access some great – I don't put out fluff, you know, just to let you guys know. So don't think because it's free it's just a bunch of fluff. I put out stuff that other people aren't talking about. A lot of what's going on in the industry, especially in the publishing, self-publishing industry, is people are just copying what everybody else is saying, and there's no real – you're not getting any other pointers that hasn't been talked about a hundred other times in other places. So um, the three courses that I have on there, one is um, Book Distribution 101, and that is free, uh, and that's a two-hour course. That's really for uh, beginners who are just getting into the publishing scene. The second course I have, which is for the more intermediate and advanced authors – is expanded distribution, uh, and that's a five-hour course, guys. It's solid information. So uh, if they want to learn how to get their book translated or they want to learn how to sell their foreign rights or distribute their metadata feeds themselves, bypass Amazon and, and uh, bypass Ingram, uh, then check out that course. It's going to be free for about another month. I'm adding new content to it. I really want to make a master class, a publishing master class that gets into distribution and marketing. Uh, with different strategies, because I don't think you should put all your eggs in one basket. So, you know, Amazon is great, but you know, there's so many other retailers out there. Why just focus on Amazon? Why not look at the other retailers out there that are growing and, and it's easy to uh, rank on? Uh, also, there is the introduction to the analytical psychology of C.G. Young, and that's the first part of a five-part series. <clears throat> and that one's more spiritual. It gets into uh, Young's analytical psychology, as well as the Anakian magic of Dr. John D and the theurgy of the Neoplatonist. So that's going to be a five-part series. Part two is coming shortly. But uh, check them out, man. I mean, there's there's over 10 hours of content on there. And uh, I think people, once they watch it, they'll they'll get a few things that can actually benefit them in their life. 
Also, you can get copies of his book there as well. There's a link provided in the show description. Oh, yeah, it's a dollar. I forgot to mention that, too. It's a dollar right now. I never drop it to a dollar. Typically, it's five to ten bucks, and, you know, it's, it's worth it. But uh, it'll be a dollar till till the Halloween. So take advantage of that now. It's the first time in four years I've ever made it a dollar. So uh, check it out. Awesome. Also, um, I want to talk a little bit before we end, before we take our call real quick, just real quick, about your publishing because we do have authors that want actually writers who want to become authors. And mm-hmm. um, can you talk a little bit about your Lionheart Publishing? A little bit about that? Yeah. Yeah, so really a lot of my business. Too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a, a lot of my business comes through Fiverr. I also offer services uh, on a freelance basis through Fiverr. But uh, my website, mylhp.com, is it's going to be renovated very soon. I'm going to start offering agent and publicist services as well because this is what's really lacking with with authors. You know, there's a lot of talk going around. You know, spend all this money on marketing and hope people buy your book. Um, dude, that's a horrible business plan. Don't do that. Uh, you know, there's other ways take money that nobody's talking about and there's really no competition and it's like an easy sale and i get into that in the expanded distribution course so what i do is i help authors who want to self-publish do that on a service-by-service basis so rather than like a traditional publisher where i take all your royalties and i really don't do squat for you besides distribute your manuscript most people think publishers handle the marketing typically unless they're a more well-known publisher they don't Um, so just be aware of that you're going to have to do all that yourself. They'll give you a small advance and take, you know, 1500 bucks. It's really ain't nothing. And then take the majority of your royalties. So what I do is I help people that want to self publish. And what I do mm-hmm. is I break the services down. So if you want cover design, that's the service. If you want formatting, that's a service. If you want distribution, I have basic and I also have expanded. I have distribution to China, distribution to Russia. Um, you know, I use multiple distributors, not just Amazon smash words and, and uh, draft to digital. There's, you know, there's well-known ones in America, but I use pay-to-play distributors mm-hmm. as well. So there's, you know, there's, there's a big. I'm doing kind of niche things with my publishing company. I'm helping authors mm-hmm. hit certain niches that aren't really being talked about. Oh, I also do radio so, commercials too for them. Oh, awesome! <clears throat> well, maybe I'll end up yep. talking to you about write them and air them. <laughs> yeah. Also, do you also help those who want to publish, like, Oracle cards? Do you help people with that? Because we have a big following on that yeah. as well. Like, they don't know who to contact to do, like, Oracle cards or how to do some of them. They know how to oh, do yeah. this, just don't know how to publish them, that type of thing. You help with that, too? Oh, yeah. And see, those are, what's really good about that is that's a specialty niche market. So those are there's very little competition, mm-hmm. and there's a bunch of little indie shops, mom-pa shops, spiritual shaman shops that carry that type of stuff. So if it's unique, it's pretty easy to sell. And one thing a lot of authors don't realize is, is libraries with books and audiobooks. libraries get money from the state, from the government to buy books. So <laughs> you could do speeches at your library for free. They would welcome that, a little self-publishing speech. Uh, write your own press release, take a few pictures of yourself with your phone, maybe hug a kid, you know, do a little PR shot. And uh, you can distribute it yourself. I mean, there's just... There, you have so many opportunities out there. It's just it doesn't come to you. You know, people think somebody's going to come in to you and pick you up and and do it for you. That's not how it works. They can show you the game, mm-hmm. but ultimately it's your decision. But I can definitely do that. I like taking on those types of projects because they're very easy to sell. Yeah, I um, I've been thinking about um, I've been pushing to do an Oracle deck. 
because I'm very creative and like, you know, like I do the banners and that sort of thing. And I do book covers as well. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I, ha- I looking to do like, we have a publisher, but I don't think she knows how to handle the Oracle type of thing. Like she's right, kind of well, like a starting off publisher. Yeah. Here, here's the thing. A lot of, I talked to an agent that didn't even know what a sell sheet was, and she was claiming she's an agent. There is no certification you can get for an agent. So anybody can claim they're an agent, you know, and they don't know anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you don't know what a sell sheet is, you should not be giving them money for agent services. I mean, just that simple. Um, that's basic 101. That's good to know. Uh, but mm-hmm. what, what most of these publishers don't want to do is they don't want to pick up that phone, look, do the research, look at specialty shops in certain areas, and call them. I mean, people think, I mean, online is great. Okay. You can sell online, but the majority of my sales are coming from physical places. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Me picking up that phone and calling these people, you know, and I've tried to contract the workout and hire some reliable contractors, but good help's hard to find nowadays. So I've just been doing it all myself. It's not a big mm-hmm. deal. It gives me great experience, but that's the key. People aren't focusing on, you know what I mean? Just pick up that phone. You have to actively get your book out there, you know, same with the Oracle cards, toy shops, specialty mm-hmm. shops, shaman shops, hot topics. Mm-hmm. Those are perfect for that type of, that type of product. Yeah. I'm so, I'm so glad to have met you, Joshua. And I think how, how we met is actually when I um, was on guest, um, the website that we always use, we've got a brain part there. Um, uh, you messaged me and uh, you filled out the form to be on our show. And I'm just so glad that you decided to choose our network to be on with us. And I'm so glad uh, yeah. that we've, that I'm doing your interview for you. Cause um, she, she went on hiatus for a little bit. So she wasn't able to have her on, <laughs> on the show, but there, I think there was I paid a, a $20. <laughs> I thought I just got <laughs> scammed. Honestly, I'll be truthful with you guys. I paid a $20 entrance fee on refundable. I didn't hear back for like two, three months. I said, uh, uh-uh. They just took my twenty bucks. <laughs> no, but you guys happened, didn't. You what, came through. No, of course. Yeah. What happened was, like <laughs> I said, we were on hiatus for a month, and then she, she, uh, I asked she, she, she had any guests because she said she was going on hiatus, mm-hmm. and she was like, "Well, I have this person." So I'm thinking, well, you should have told me that because I could have had him a little bit earlier, <laughs> you know. So, but things happen but I'm, okay. I can't wait to have you back because you have so many talk, topics to talk about oh yeah before i mean i'd love to talk about show, john we d were talking about Gergi. talk about ancient aliens and how you know we have that oh, yeah. i love ancient aliens and talking about you know theory and all that stuff so like yes i yep. get into angels and all that but i do i i'm that's why my show is called mystical connections because i like oh. to talk about everything so right well, you know, I've had yeah. due to my own inner experiences, I've always had an interest in mysticism in general. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think it's <laughs> when people talk about angels and stuff, depending on your inner experiences, some people take it as fluff, other people take it very seriously. I've seen things I didn't ask to see, but I've seen them, mm-hmm. and uh, it's changed my outlook on life. I mean, I realize that there's, you know, there's way more to the, the picture than meets the eye. Yeah. <laughs> but. Awesome. So, yeah, that's what got um, me into all those topics. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, so it looks like we had a person on here. I don't know if they got disconnected or what happened, but Uh-oh. I see a lot of listeners here. Make sure you press 1 on your phone keypad because I don't see you waiting in the queue, so I don't know if you want a reading or if you want to talk. 
So I oh yeah, tell them about hear. the reverse speech thing too. I oh, was going to yes. say I'll oh, give you guys. Sure. I forgot all about yeah. that. I wanted to do for five five people, five people only. Um, I'll give you my email, my Lionheart Publishing email address. I will do a five a free five minute reversal analysis for you. So um, if you want to do it, send me an email, and we could talk about whatever you want. It doesn't have to be personal if you don't want it to be personal. Um, but and if if I can share it, I will ask you if I can share some of your reversals on, on future shows. If, if yes, that's cool. If no, that's cool too. But I will ask you. I won't just share them. Um, <laughs> but basically, they can email me at lionheart, L-I-O-N-H-E-A-R-T, publishing, the number eight and the number six, at gmail.com. It says lionheartpublishing86 at gmail.com. I'm, I'm also going to start... I'm planning on, on opening back up my practice again and, and helping people with metaphor restructuring. I was helping people with chemical dependencies and there was some, some just crazy, uh, you know, there's, I've had people, uh, clients break down in tears hearing some of the reversals because it gets so deep. I said in a 30 minute session, whether they want to tell you or not, they'll get <laughs> reversals that reflect really deep things that would probably take two or three years of traditional therapy for the patient to trust you enough to tell you these things. So that's amazing. Not for the same Thank you so much. I, I, um, so you're giving out uh fry free reversal analysis readings. Is it readings or. Yeah. Readings. So basically all they have to do, if they've got a phone or a computer, a phone is probably the mm-hmm. easiest way record, uh, use a foreign recorder. It's, it's free record a, a, a conversation. You can even just be talking to yourself. Record a conversation if you want to do it on where you see yourself in six months. I see myself here. I see myself here because of this, this, and this. I feel this way because of blah, blah, blah. What you really want to do is just use three sensory functions. See, feel, and hear. So when you're describing whatever you want information on, you know, you would say, I feel I'm going to be successful in six months. I feel the opportunity is going to go through. I see in my mind's eye me getting that promotion. Um, I hear that I'm, I'm next in line for the, the promotion, or I hear that things are going to pick up. So use those sensory modalities, record yourself for five minutes and send it to me, or I can record you. If you want to call me, I can record you and then send you the, uh, the finished product in about two weeks. That's awesome. I actually added the edit to our, um, to our show description there. So mm-hmm. I just put uh, Joshua's giving away five free reversal analysis reading email to Lionheart Publishing 86 at gmail.com subject international yep. angels network. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. And if they want, yeah. I mean, maybe we could have a show in the future and we could talk about some of the reversals, but uh, if they don't want them to be personal, don't talk about personal stuff, guys. You know, if you don't want to mm-hmm. get really personal issues, don't get really personal. Yeah. <laughs> So, but I think it'll show people the power, you know, of um, how much they can really accomplish. Really what the therapist does with reverse speech is act as a mediator. It's not like traditional therapy where you're telling me your problems and I'm giving you my advice. It's more like I'm the intermediary between you and your unconscious. I'm just here as the guide. I'm I'm not here to tell you anything. I'm using your own inner reversals to tell you, you know what I'm saying? It's yourself telling you this, Mm -hmm. not a therapist telling you, you need to change. It's your own reversals, and you know, 
that's, I think that's much deeper and more profound than a traditional therapist telling you what you should do, what you shouldn't do. Yeah. I, I have um, a message that I want to share with everyone from spirit um, and from your angels and guides today uh, to always be true to yourself. And they're also Mm -hmm. saying, uh, dearest you, we have a secret to share with you. If you act as if all is well, it will be. Act as if you are brave and you will have encouraged, uh, courage. Act as if you are loved and you will be a magnet for love and experience the love of spirit. Act as if mm-hmm. your prayers have been answered as if you are truly in sync with good fortune. How you think is how you will see the world. Interact mm-hmm. with it and draw a conclusion from it. If you want to be the person who has the life you want, co-creating and loving what is yours, you need to start acting as if that were the truth. Don't worry about the the conditions in your life that seem empty, chaotic, or barren. These are temporary and don't even count. Defy them and act as if they were the, that you, that you're the luckiest person on the planet. You will be, for you already are. That's the real secret. You are infinite potential. We are mm. loving you so much. Rainbows explode in the ethers. And that is from the <laughs> spirit. <laughs> I like that. And, and you know, one thing yeah. I want to add to that, you know, don't let tragedy, don't let conflict discourage you. I mean, look at my example. I mean, it's, don't get me wrong. It sucks going through that. Don't get me wrong. I mean, now looking back in retrospect, uh, you know, a strange way, I'm grateful for it, which is really weird. Um, but, um, you know, don't think that because a tragedy hits you in life, that it's the end of life, man, because a lot of times these tragedies are necessary to open the doors that need to be open for you. So just, you know, stay positive. You think what you, what you become and, you know, you stay positive, you give love, you get love back, you know? So I think that's just, that's, it's that simple, man. Be true to yourself. I like that. Yeah, definitely. So is there anything else that you would love to mention or say? It looks like everyone is being shy. I'm not sure why they're being shy today. <laughs> Usually I don't have. Tell them to send me an email. We'll do some you. reverse speech okay. analysis. <laughs> Usually all the guests that I no, have um, for some reason are females, so we don't have very many males. Maybe they're shy. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Maybe they're the, shy. Um, what I was going to say is, A, if you're an author, Check out those free courses on Udemy, U-D-E-M-Y.com, completely free, guys. Um, take advantage of that yeah. because that'll, starting with nothing, like me, it'll take you to wherever you need to go. I mean, you don't need anybody else to do this. You guys can do it for yourself. Um, but if you do want to contract somebody out to do your cover design or your formatting or your editing, you know, contact me. I'm an author myself. I'll do what I can to help you. Um, you know, I, I like seeing other authors succeed. I, you know, it's, don't get me wrong. We all got bills to pay, but I really am doing it because of, you know, my passion for helping other authors get, you know, to where I'm at. And I'm still not where I want to be yet, but I'm, I've come a long way. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Joshua, you're such a wonderful person. And Metatron, I don't know if you know Archangel Metatron. He, he's the Archangel of the uh, Akashic Records yeah, I know Metatron. and Sacred Geometry. Yeah, well, he's, mm-hmm. he's, he's basically the boss of our network. He doesn't like me saying that. But he really is. And um, I was been told by him to give you a three-month um, directory on our website, and I want to contact you more about that. Um, okay. Because what you're doing is um, it's like a gift from the universe of helping 
And so we want to help you to but what you're doing. And I love, I love your work, Joshua. And I, it was a nudge. He's like, just give it to him. Cause he's the one that tells me who should I put on the directory? Some people, you know, <laughs> so, cause a lot of the people that are on our directory now are, are, um, are gifts from me that Metatron has um, told me to put them on there. And some of them are paid and some of them are not, but most of them are all free that I put on there on our directory. So oh, I would love okay. to talk more about if you're interested. interested yeah, in yeah that. certainly. Send me an email. You got my email. Yeah. All right. Yeah, not so a problem we're at almost all. end of our show. And thank you so, so much for being on our show, Joshua. And I'd love to have you back. So I'll contact you again to have you back on our show. We'll talk maybe a little bit about uh, star seas and UFOs and all that type of thing. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Take care. <laughs> all right. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And thank you for being a part of our network and listening to our show. Again, if we didn't get to your call, we didn't see you on there. But you can always call tomorrow at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with Shishi Aljamal. Thank you, everyone, for listening, and have a blessed evening, night, morning, or whenever time you're listening. <laughs>